Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We get the legislators that we deserve. Senator Robin Hood Padilla, in one of the Senate hearings, took issue with the fact that we offer a military response to China Coast Guard incursions into the West Philippine Sea. He asserted, wrongfully and without proper full knowledge, that the Coast Guard sent by Beijing was but a civilian arm, just like our own Philippine Coast Guard, PCG. Padilla would have benefited a lot had he been given a short course in comparative politics to know that China has a totally different system, and where, unlike in the Philippines, the Coast Guard there practically serves under the military. Senator Emmanuel Joel Villanueva continues to mouth his religious bias as the basis for his opposition to absolute divorce. He seems unaware of the constitutional provision where the state is prohibited from giving preferential treatment to, or discriminating in favor of, any particular religion. What is odd about Villanueva's religiosity is that while he seems to protect God's edict on the sanctity of marriage when it comes to absolute divorce, he is willing to compromise when it comes to annulment, as if what is being annulled is not the very marriage he considers as God-ordained. He is ready to reward those who would break God's commandment against lying since he is willing to absolve the sin of those who will lie, by the testimony of experts and feign psychological incapacity to get out of a failed marriage, and refuse to grant the same to those who will be honest enough to admit that marrying someone was a mistake. And then we have the senators who seem to conduct hearings in aid of publicity, more so if these give them the platform and opportunity to grandstand and project their machismo. This was most clearly seen during the hearing conducted in relation to the abuse of a house helper in Mindoro. There is no reason on earth to justify the necessity of a hearing conducted on an issue where there are already laws against physical abuse and protecting the rights of domestic workers. What happened was a police matter that necessitated the filing of cases and the speedy prosecution of the erring employers. The Senate has no business meddling with a matter for the police, the prosecutor and the courts. But as if meddling in aid of legislation, where there is already adequate legislation, is not bad enough, senators have even deployed their power, which unfortunately was authorized by the court, to cite in contempt and deny resource persons their freedoms, and undermine their constitutionally guaranteed right against self-incrimination. I honestly believe that this legalization of Congress contempt powers, where senators and representatives are now acting as complainant, judge and executioner, is one of the most egregious and problematic decisions of the courts. Jurisprudence hails the contempt powers of Congress as a right to self-preservation for it to enable the performance of its duty. The only limitation on such power is that the rules for citing resource persons in contempt should be published, for such powers not to violate due process. However, far from being a preemptive strike against those who may threaten the work of Congress, the contempt powers are now being abused, where sand even House representatives order the detention of people, simply because they don't like their responses, or that they are availing of their right against self-incrimination. Any legislative rule, or court ruling, that would subordinate a constitutionally guaranteed right of persons, including the right to due process, and to be presumed innocent, to the comfort and convenience of Congress to obtain information on matters which are not even in aid of legislation, deserve to be revisited, and stricken off from our jurisprudence. The irrationality and malpractice in Congress is not the monopoly of the Senate. We saw it in full bloom in the House with the irrational, sometimes incoherent ramblings of Marikina Representative Stella Quimbo, 
who took a 180-degree turn from being a supporter of former Vice President Maria Leni Robredo to being at the forefront in defending the confidential funds of the incumbent Vice President Sara Duterte. It was really a classic case of grasping at straws, when she tried to make us believe that you can augment a non-existing budget allocation, or that a budget item exists even if it has no allocation, or that a heading of a category of budget item is actually a budget item. As if Quimbo was not yet done, she even tried to deploy squid tactics by trying to intellectualize a simple discussion about providing state support to education. Reverting to her old role as a up economics professor, she lectured on the difference between public and merit good. She may be correct in distinguishing the two, and she is actually telling the truth when she classified education as not a pure public good. What is problematic is the fact that she was using this to deflect challenges from progressive forces pushing for more investments in public education. Even neoliberal economists who subscribe to market-friendly approaches argue that governments should invest in goods that are not considered as purely public, like education. After all, even pure public goods are now marketized, like free roads becoming toll roads, or free water turning into bottled water. And then there was Negro's Oriental representative Mercedes Alvarez, who under interpolation, boldly claimed that Philippine history and current events are NPA subjects simply because the left uses these to criticize government. This misguided statement deserves no further response except to say it is a perfect representation of the kind of Congress we have to bear as a people. It's about time that we truly reflect on our voting behavior, or else we will never get out of this morass. If we don't change our ways, we will keep on electing people who will continue to make a mockery of our laws, even if they are lawmakers, and who will continue to dance on the graves of our reason and logic despite occupying positions that preside over the fate of our republic.